Yeah, I'm at my 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 girl's store, and I got like this big window open, and everybody's like walking by, looking at me, like, "Are you guys open?" No, it's just me recording property bonds. <laughs> Yeah. A little sign out there. You should put the monitor so they could see my face. That would be nice. Just I want to talk to the streets. I always talk, talk about talking. Listen, streets. I'm here with you. It's Kirk Griffiths and Property Bonics. Stay warm. Property Bonics. Nobody walking by right now, but yeah, it's annoying, man. I was hoping the streets were gonna come by. Damn. Yeah. So what you up to, man? Good, man. Just uh, like I said, I'm at my girl's store trying to about to open this joint. So I mean, I've been putting things together, going to Home Depot. Listen, man. Ooh. I I I figured out I hate Home Depot. Like I don't like Home Depot. It's the worst place because people think you know what you're doing in there just because you're a dude, and I don't have any idea. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on at Home Depot, man. I, yesterday I had to go buy wood and then get the wood cut. So I took me forever to get this wood. Then I finally got to the to the woodcutter people and they were like, sorry, man, the woodcutter's closed for the day. I'm like, ah! <laughs> They're like, oh, you, we got saws in aisle six. You can do it. You're a man. Uh, you're right. This is, I don't like it. Like, it's, it's just terrible, man. It's I get anxiety from Home Depot. I had no idea. Damn. That's what does the anxiety come from the idea that like uh, that you feel like you're uh, you're not fulfilling the the stereotype of a man being able to do uh, labor work. It's exactly what it is. It's because I know I have no business in there, but like people assume that I do because I'm a guy, so they treat me like I have an idea what's going on, and I don't. I'm I'm just it's not for me, man. I've I don't go to Home Depot at all, but from from my girl's situation here, I had to go, and it's just like. It drives me insane. I don't like Damn. it. Yeah, yeah. man. I've, I've, I don't mind Home Depot. I'm barely there. I've been there a few times, and I always walk past the ladders, and I'm like, I belong here. I belong here. <laughs> Once I see ladders, I'm like, I've seen enough ladder matches to realize that I'm okay in this setting. You know who? You know who belongs there, and it's crazy. I heard stories about it, but I've never seen it like my own eyes. Mexican people, like Mexican dudes, yo. Mm. they're like mexican dudes just hanging out at the entrance like you need help 30 dollars. you need help 20 dollars. like mm. i paint i do everything they literally just hang out at home depot and make their money it's what they do all day long it is a good technique like if you're like a freelance worker and it's like oh i, I a lot of my work is in uh, whether labor or construction just hang out at a place that has equipment for labor and construction and know that there's going to be people like you that come in that don't know what they're doing <laughs> it's like oh all right this it's kind of a good business model i don't mind it if if you think about it it's kind of like we do at comedy clubs like you hang out maybe you get a spot you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> hey so a comedian might be running late you might have to do extra extra five minutes or something like that so i mean it, it makes sense like it now that you mention it, it it is a good business model <laughs> oh that's good logic have you been seeing any sort of like comedy coming back like have you seen any inklings of it no, com, com, no, man. I, uh, no, there's a, there's a, the outdoor shows, you know, Soul Joe's, they still have shows going on because they, right. the they have the whole heated dome. But comedy clubs, man, like the comedy clubs that you the traditional comedy clubs, I don't, I don't see nothing going on. Um, bar shows aren't happening. Listen, it's not, I haven't performed in like two months. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't think it's, it's going to have to wait for the springtime. When the springtime happens, you're going to have shows outside everywhere. And I, and I said it before, when the spring happens, I'm producing shows just to get my rocks off for my own mental health, okay? Mm. Like, but for right as of right now, I don't really see nothing. Damn. No, I think that's the fair. So spring's going to be nice. We're going to get uh, the comedy. I'm going to be wearing my sundress. Once spring comes around, I'm popping off my sundress, doing some stand-up comedy. It's going to be nice. I'm, I'm not allowing you to wear a sundress, man. Yeah, no, I won't actually do that. I was doing it for a little comedic relief, but you boy's not going to wear a sundress. <laughs> you boy's not going to imagine Kurt with a sundress with his butt poking out? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've talked in full length about my um, my plump before, and I think it would look nice. I think it would look nice, but, you know, it's just something that I'm choosing not to stunt in that way. 
So. You're plump? Yeah, I plump. Is that what you call it? I call it many things. My plump, my popper. That's just two. Yeah, that's just those two things, yeah. Yeah, but... More vocabulary for my bottom. Do you think your bottom will be out there when springtime happening? Like, you know, just outdoor at the shows and stuff, or... I'm kind of wild. My, my bottom's already out, like in the way. <laughs> like, there's my bottom has not stopped. I've been booty popping left and right. Um, <laughs> I've been I've been out here, um, uh, not doing comedy like the traditional sense of like stand up. I'm doing like some of the the Zoom stuff from Steel Stacks and all that. But uh, I've been out. I've been I, you know I I mask up. Uh, I make sure to like before I leave a place, I wash my hands. It's like all right. Well, if I touch the register there. Um, so I've been, I've been out here, man. I, I, I think I told you, I briefly told you, I, I was, I was out here in a little confrontation earlier this week, bro. Early, oh, yeah, it wasn't briefly. We had like a 15 minute segment about that. Oh yeah. Well, no, 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 no not, not, I forgot. We recorded this week too, but no, yeah. after that, like after we recorded, um, I saw someone trying to take my bike. What? Yeah. So I have my bike. Um, I don't. I, mean, I shouldn't even give out the details where my bike is because apparently there's thieves in this damn neighborhood. Um, but yeah, it's just posted up in this place, not locked. Um, and I was taking out the trash. And I realized my bike wasn't there. I was like, oh, that's weird. Because I heard something downstairs where the bike was a little bit. Um, and then I was like, oh, it's not there. So I opened the door and I see someone maybe like, I don't know, 20 yards is the right estimate or not. They're away though, across the street, riding the bike, like wow. down away. And I screamed, not screamed, I yelled. I raised my voice, um, just like, yo, um, to get their attention. And uh, they, they looked, they immediately turned right back around. They saw what they were dealing with. Um, and then they, <laughs> they're like, uh oh. So they started riding back slowly towards me. And I was like, hey, man, that's my bike. And a dude was like, uh, "Oh yeah, I, I, uh, I, I asked my mom. I thought it was my bike." I was like, "No, nah, man, that's my bike." Um, and then I was it. Yeah, he put it back. Um, and I, I want to ask you this: When I tell you this story, how old do you think the person was? Twelve. Yeah, this dude's like in his late thirties, bro. Really? Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, so, so this guy was late thirties, black or white guy? Black dude. He looked like was looked like he was on drugs. No, no. Just like a regular put together dude. Yeah, he's the. I want to speak too loud. He's the son of the tenant upstairs. Ah. And I think he's been spending much more time here lately. And <laughs> it's funny because my roommate also had a situation with him like the two days ago. So he's on some strike too right now. Um, I I, I don't know what it's going to lead to, but it was just like. I it brought back all those memories of like when your bike gets stolen in eighth grade. Yeah. I had two bikes stolen within two months. Um, and just the feeling of that, I was like, I'm not letting it happen again. Uh so it was a little redeeming. That was nice. So did he just like get off like, hey man, I'm sorry, here's your bike? Yeah, he no, he apologized. He was just like, Oh yeah, no, I, I asked my mom. I, I didn't because there's two bikes there and one bike I've been here for about over a year. I've never seen anyone touch it. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was I don't know what it was, but I think he had his tone was, I know I'm in the wrong. I was hoping that I was going to get caught because I was just going to return it anyway. Um, so he was like just going to wow wow real quick. Yeah, which, you know, I'm not even like terribly mad, but it's just like the <laughs> the idea that the bike will like, say if something happens to the bike while he's gone, just the principle of it. Um, if he asked, I probably I probably would have said no, but I would have considered it and then maybe lent it out for next time. But yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't having it. Okay, so I think that the fact that he was just gonna ride it right back kind of makes me feel a little bit better about the guy. If yeah. he was like, if he literally just saw your bike, was like, oh shit, I got me a sweet victim and I'm out of here, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, maybe but he was just like, yo, I'm just, I just don't feel like walking over to Wawa, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love it, it's a sweet victim. Sweet victim, that's gonna be the nickname for my bike. Um, yeah, that's a uh, that's a that's a street code. A sweet Vic. When you see somebody you about to rob, oh, he's like a sweet Vic. I'm gonna rob him. Yeah, that's just like know. sweet victim. And that's, what that's if your name's just Victor and you're you know just a slick guy. Yeah, I'm sweet Vic. Take care of my grandmother. <laughs> that's, you know, listen, that'd be a good name to call the the people that you rob. You know, it goes sweet Victor right there. Yeah, I mean, listen. But if your name is Sweet Vic, you've probably been robbed a few times. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn, Producer damn, Pat, damn. Producer Pat said, Sweet Vic is my favorite wrestler. Sweet Vic. <laughs> I had to think yeah. for a second, like, you know, is Sweet Vic actually a wrestler? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I'm not too sure on that one either. Not, not too Yo, sure. wrestling, wrestling, wrestling thing, though, real quick. Um, did we talk about how there's going to be a black woman that, that, that the black woman won the, the Royal Rumble? Did we talk about that for Black History Month? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Bri- is it Brianna? Bianca. Bl- Bianca? Bial- She's she's one of the newer ones that I'm not familiar with, but she has the long hair. Producer okay. Pat, can you look up her name? Bianca, Bianca Belair. Belair. That's okay. right. Shots yeah. false count anywhere. Um, yeah, no, that's that's she won. Yeah, it was uh, between her and I think this last one was Charlotte Flair, who's like the it's like the John Cena of uh, I was about to say of wrestling, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Where are you, dog? Um, <laughs> yeah, so she it was between those two. They're the, the final two, and uh, Blair won. That was cool. She's she's actually she's super athletic, um, and has cool movements. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm glad that they, they scripted that because it, they, black women needed a win. We need scripted, bro. Huh? You mean scripted? She won with her heart, tenacity, oh, yeah. and kicks, <laughs> and kicks. Yeah, bro. I'm good. Listen, that was Black History. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't know what happens now. But doesn't she get to like fight for the world championship belt or something? Is exactly. That what happens? Yeah. So she gets to go to WrestleMania. She even points at a sign and everything. No sign there. I'm going to WrestleMania. That's what she did after uh, she won the thing. So she's going to be able to. Oh, you know what? Quick correction. It wasn't Charlotte Flair. It was Rhea Ripley who was in the final two with her. Um, but she's going to be able to face the a champion of her choice at WrestleMania. So oh, so she gets thing. to pick. She gets to pick her sweet victim. That's good. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That probably is the wrestler too. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's because there's two uh, world champions because there's two different brands, SmackDown and Raw. So she gets to pick between one of them. Um, so yeah, but it's it's gonna be pretty cool. I um I haven't been watching as much, so I'm not as familiar with the product. But I do think it's cool that she won that. Yeah, they they, they needed they needed to let that black lady win that. That's that's a good look for the WW Federation, whatever it's called nowadays. That's come on, man. Put some respect on it. WWE. You know the name. You know we talk about it enough. You know the name of that establishment. Listen, man. When I was growing up, it was WWF, man. You know, so I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you got your bike back. You know, I'm saying that's a very, (laughs) it's a very traumatic experience. You know, it could have been. I felt uh, I felt a little proud of myself afterwards. Maybe because I was wind up too. Like I was, you know, you know, lifestyle I'm on. Live, laugh, wine. Um, so I was, I was pretty wind up. So I was like. All right, you know, I I didn't get too aggressive, but I made well, you know, what I wanted to happen in terms of I'm voicing it. Uh, yeah, I felt okay about it afterward, but I made it. Were you ready? Were you ready to fight this guy? I wouldn't want to, but if he was like, you know, I don't know if he was be like aggressive about it. You know, I've been practicing my footwork and all that stuff. <laughs> That's not even, not even a joke. I've been practicing. I mean, like, I, I've been putting like a, a little line in the living room uh with one of the weights and then you just practice moving forward in southpaw and then orthodox and you just switch it up a bunch um i don't know when this situation is ever going to help me um but i think it's cool to have footwork so i would have i would have showcased that at least yeah you want to kick him or something what are you gonna do with this footwork <laughs> well i'm thinking if he's throwing some punches i do some i get an orthodox stance and i take three steps back maybe two if i'm fast enough and then if mm-hmm. I have to duck, if he's doing some hooks, then I'll do that too. And then right when he's tired out because he's lost his stamina, I hit him with a calf kick. Oh, yeah, calf kick. You know who's going to be needing to learn some of these these moves that you have? Uh, little Uzi Vert. He's going to need to learn some oh, of these man. some of these yeah, moves. Huh? Get that new that new diamond is in his middle of his forehead. Bro, you say this? It's like what twenty four million? Uh, that's what they're saying. At least it's worth so twenty four. Like <laughs> oh, <laughs> you see, that's my Uzi Vert. Is that, just, that just it's looks like a tooth. Oh, it's a, no. <laughs> wait, I got, I got this is a bigger one. I got another one. <laughs> Hello, before this episode, you're with your girlfriend. Like, girl, I just need the biggest stones. I have like a bit I'm going to do. Just like, because <laughs> uh, you know, she she makes jewelry. So she uses all those kind of stones to make rings and necklaces. So she got like a whole bunch of them just laying right here. So I'm just like, as soon as I sat down, I was like, oh, this is a perfect prop for the Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I saw a photo of it, and it's I, I think it's uh, for those who don't know, a uh, little Uzi Verts is it Uzi Verts? Uzi, little Uzi, like the like a Uzi gun, little Uzi uh, Vert. He's the one because like if you say it fast, it sounds like Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer. <sighs> I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the one tidbit I know about him for some reason. Lucifer. <sighs> dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, man. Um, so he, he's a rapper and he had a, a, a reported a $24 million uh, diamond with, I think, like, what, 10 carats, something like that. I don't know how many carats or carriages were in this. I, I, don't, I do not know. Um, but uh, it was $24 million and he had it embedded in his forehead. Um, so they've been saying, like, you know, like Vision, Vision from Avengers. He's uh, a dude yes. that that. I've seen a bunch of memes of, about that. Like, people were like, when I catch little Uzi Burton in the streets, I'm going to do it and it was like a, a, a picture of the of the uh character damn i'm really missing out on social media right now um <laughs> no but it's it, part of me is like all right that's kind of cool actually in terms of, like if you're into jewelry and that's your thing like i would that's not my thing but the jewelry is into him exactly yeah it's, it's like <laughs> it's kind of a cool thing of like i i don't know the health ramifications of it that seems that was wild. something that was something that I seen come up. I wasn't sure if it was a real article, but it was somebody just tweeted or something about it, talking about how his face is swollen because there's an infection. So I'm not sure if it was real. I didn't click. It was no article that I can click and read or anything like that. They just showed like a picture of like the camera close to his face and his face looked wider. It could have been Photoshop. I don't know what it was, but it doesn't seem too healthy to implant jewelry into you. Yeah, I'm curious, like. Couldn't they just do like, I don't know, like a sticker? I don't know. I feel like that would have been more practical. He's probably just has swelling from the operation. Yeah. He had something embedded in you. That would be wild to get some sort of like brain infection over just a $24 million. I mean, actually, if you're going to get a brain infection. <laughs> that's the way to, that's the way to do it. the worst way to go out on that one. Um, but how, how do they do it? Like, how do they actually, like, it's not stuck on his head. It's embedded. So like, what do you? What did they, they went in and like removed like meat out of his head and like. I'm, put it, I'm like, assuming it was a, a micro drilling of sorts of like slightly into the cranium to make space, maybe mess around and get a medical scoop or spoon uh, to use that spot. I, I, bro, I'm not. I don't know these things. I'm coming out of my ass with this one. That's not the term. Uh, <laughs> coming out of my 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 plump. <laughs> <laughs> coming out of my plump with this one bro uh yeah i he it may be fake well how, how do we know that if this dude's you know mr lucifer over here is just trying to get some publicity what if we just put like velcro on his head but i think that he was like messing with it and he's been moving over i don't i think that i think that this to me i'm i'm gonna tell you i think it's real i think he really did that i don't think it's fake i think he had some kind of surgery you know what i'm saying damn and, and the reason I, be, I believe this is because I've seen another rapper before him that was trending a few weeks ago who got like a little diamond teardrop on his eye. It's shaped, the diamond shaped like a teardrop? Not pretty, it's not pretty, it's not bad, you know? It's not. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> Damn, you're going this rapper afterwards. I kind of want to see gotta, I got to find it because I know that he was online talking about how he's a trendsetter. And then like a week later, Uzi had to think on his head. So like he might have caught wind of this, but like he had a, a diamond implanted right there you know what i'm saying but it's like a smaller diamond though you know what i'm Man, saying it's a dangerous trend kanye is gonna do something wild with these diamonds it's, i got diamonds a diamond head everyone that's my head is made out of diamonds no need diamonds for a helmet diamonds going he's gonna get like you know he got like liposuction he's gonna get him put it all the way across his liposuction <laughs> damn that'd be wild uh, I mean, that'd be kind of a cool way to like say like sauce, sauce sauce walker He's the sauce one that Walker. got the teardrop thing on his eye. Oh, all right. Well, Sauce Walker, I don't like your name, but I appreciate your move on that one. <laughs> I've never heard of Sauce Walker. Maybe he's good. Um, that I think it would be kind of interesting. Like, you know, like a lot of times people get like uh, different incisions for like sur surgeries and all that stuff. What if with the stitching, play around and have some fun and do some jewelry with it? I think that'd be kind of nice. It doesn't have to be diamond. It could be like just like sapphire or whatever. Some pyrite. Listen. Yeah. Like, could you imagine a woman with, like with C-section scar, just like exactly bedazzled C-section scar? Hey, it's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, if, if it pops off, that's kind of oh, uh, but you know, that's 
But really? listen, it, it might it might be cool, you know what I'm saying? But I don't I don't think that they said that it was twenty four million dollar diamond. I don't believe that it was twenty four million dollars. How come? That's a lot of money for one diamond. Like where I think that the whole procedure might have cost twenty four million dollars. Yeah. I don't see that this one diamond was $24 million. That doesn't make any sense. Like some diamonds are super. There's a lot of diamonds out there that are cost more than that, though. I don't know. This didn't look like he didn't he didn't go to Africa and, and mine this himself. I, I didn't go that far in the story. I don't know. He didn't he didn't kill he didn't kill people and get blood on his hands for this diamond. I don't foresee it being $24 million for this one diamond, yo. It's a lot. We gotta get an appraisal on the diamond on lucifer's head um that's his name now i'm, I'm not i'm not saying the little thing anymore that's uh what what leo dicaprio's involvement in this oh boy uh, <laughs> pat just watched blood diamonds last night yeah blood like he got his whole head appraised like it's crazy <laughs> yeah man yeah, you know, speaking of rapper news, man, um, so I think a lot of people are pretty uh, happy about this. Nick Cannon is back on Wildin' Out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say in rapper news and then mention Nick Cannon? He, he borders on rapping news. No. It's a, it's a hip-hop no. show. It's a <laughs> no. Either that is a hip hop show. Uh, they do wilding out with the, the wild style, and uh, they do little freestyles left and right. Listen to me. I want to applaud the attempt for the segue, but <laughs> but you cannot say in rapper news and then say Nick Cannon. You can't do that. It's 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 adjacent. It's <laughs> you can say in rap news or in hip hop news or culture <laughs> news, but to say in rapper news that means you're specifically calling Nick Cannon a rapper. Yo, in MC news, <laughs> Nick Cannon came back. Lil Cannon came back. Entertainment, entertainment news. There we go. Entertainment news uh, with subdivision of hip hop. Nick Cannon is uh, back to hosting the critically panned Wild Now. I actually like Wild Now, so I'm I'm joking around. But Wild Now, Wild Now is fucking awesome. It's great. Yeah, it's. I was like, I was like, I I knew it's been on for years. I was like, oh, 2005. It's been on for 16 years. That's crazy. It took a year hiatus. It took like a year hiatus. Or was it two years hiatus? It took a little they break. They did take a little bit of break, yeah. And then it came back with it. I think it's mainly been like, the DJ has been the same, right? Nick Cannon has been the same. What was his name? Fuck, what's his name? Yeah, I know. Um, DJ, I'm trying D-Rex. to- D-Rex. DJ D-Rex. D-Rex. Oh, yeah. D-Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Cut yeah. the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I love that show. So, um, And uh, I think a lot of people are wondering what it was going to be without Nick Cannon, because he's kind of like the anchor of it. Um I think it's cool. I, I think he puts a lot of people on with that one. And did, did you see that they offered DC Young Fly to be the host? And he was like, no, nah, I'm not doing it without Nick being there or get or Nick giving the okay or you know what I'm saying? He was like, no. I respect that move. I respect I, that. I do too, man. That's his big homie. You know, that's, that's that's show a lot of character, you know what I'm saying? For real. And that's gonna I mean, I don't know if it's gonna pay off, but it's I, I could I would like to see that pay off or like him making that moral choice. And then it's like, oh, actually Nick Cannon is able to come back. And, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll be like, get producer rights or something like that. Um, I think it was cool that he did that. Uh, It came, it's already paid off within himself. You know what I'm saying? He can, he can live with himself and sleep at night knowing he didn't fuck over his big homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Already paid off. But why, why do you think that they're allowing Wildstyle to come back now? I mean, Wildin' Out to come back now. Wildstyle, because they got them ROMs, boy. Uh, no, it's, well, they're saying that uh, he was taking the accountability for his statement that was perceived as anti-Semitic, the one he did on his podcast. Um, I think he, he made an apology back in July. Like, it was back in the summer, but I guess now they're deciding to move forward with their partnership again. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. He just kind of just made a statement saying that he's going to try to further his education and bridging the cultural gap between the two, uh, which I guess we're, we're putting Nick Cannon in charge of, of like <laughs> bridging the gap between Jewish community and the black community. I guess I'm not mad at that. He's bridged a lot of communities. So yeah, go yeah, for it. Nick Cannon. I think it was the re- the interview he did with the rabbi. He sat down with the rabbi and they were like, that. and they were like, this is, this is the one, this is what we needed, Nick. We need you to sit down with somebody that really knows what's going on in the Jewish community. And that was, I, you know, I applaud him, man, because it's like 
when you're at that level and like that many eyes on you to go out and may have like that candid of a conversation on both ends of it. I think that's cool. I think that's like a continuous education. Um, yeah. Yeah. So respecting the can on that one. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I was, I gave, I gave a little pushback when Nick Cannon was like apologizing and like, he did like a lot of like backtracking. I, I wasn't a fan of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I did not. I'm not going to lie. But the brother had to do what he had to do. And what if that's a, I wonder like what, what he was weighing the factors in. We got to have him on the show. Cause it's like, what was it a matter of like, Oh, apologizing for the pressure of, you know, getting your show back or was he looking at it as like oh wow if i do this it's going to further the employment of probably hundreds of people um just for me maybe like just kind of uh dismissing my pride or you know or, or actually just changing viewpoints um so yeah no it, it'd be interesting i i, I think it's going to help a lot of people out so i can't be too mad at it yeah yeah i'm not i'm not mad i'm not mad at Kenny. he did what he had to do you know what i'm saying he the mistakes, like the the uh, the things that he said that were wrong, he had to apologize for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That, but it, it, it seemed like a little bit like he was doing a little too much. It's kind of like, yo, I'm sorry for the wrong things that I said. But like he had he had to do what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? And if I was in the same situation, if I say anything that's wrong, and I learn from my mistakes, I'm gonna also apologize. Like I'm not. So I'm not. I'm not sitting. I'm not up here saying that I agree with the things that he was saying. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like when you say wrong things, you gotta learn and grow from that and apologize for it mm. and understand that. You know what I'm saying? And they were they were also saying that um Viacom, CBS, the company that owns Walnut, I guess, was saying like times are hard, they need the money, and they were like, Where is Nick Cannon? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> that is one of, I imagine one of their top rated shows. Yeah. I, listen to me, especially right now in times like this, you can what they can do is they can bring, I don't even know if they're going to do it like live or they might do it virtually or I don't know what they're going to do, but like that's a big show. They're going to do it live. The, yeah. Just like, like SNL is doing it live. Just have like a bubble. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that. Um, I lost my train of thought. Your boy's a little no, sleepy. No, Your boy's a little, always, not, not always. I, I, I did want to ask this prompt this question though. Um, oh, I think we talked about like repressed memories and all that stuff. Um, and it brought up one that revolved around sleep. Want to know, man? What what are what is what are some uncomfortable places or the most uh, unorthodox places that you felt falling asleep? I, I know I got one place. That's the story that I always tell about. I might have been twelve or thirteen, and my mom used to work for the airport at the and I for the airport. She worked at the airport, one of these airlines, whatever. And we used to get. Um, flights were free but the problem with that was we only got like on the flight if there were seats available right so mm. we we could be like sitting at the airport until like seats opened up on a flight and i never forget one time we we're flying from it was me my mom my brother he was like six or seven and my sister she was like one or two and we were flying from atlanta trying to get back to philly and we could not get any flights to philadelphia at all you know I mean, we sat there for hours and hours. So we ended up catching a flight from Atlanta to Newark, New Jersey, because that was like the closest thing we could get. Right. And my stepdad was supposed to drive from Philly to Newark to pick us up. So what ended up happening was we flew all the way to Newark. This nigga never came. Like he never came. I don't think we had cell phones or nothing. You know what I'm saying? So we literally I never forget this shit. We had to sleep in the Newark airport. You know what I mean, uh... it was terrible. Like, I would never forget this shit, dog. We were, like, laying down, like, I was, like, laying down my feet in between chairs. It was really bad, man. Like, it was one of the worst nights of sleep I've ever had. I would never forget this. I had to, i never forget it. My mom, like, gave us, like, money. Give me some money to go get some Burger King in the morning. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, enough money for everybody to eat. So I, like, stole breakfast sandwiches at the airport uh. for, for, for everybody to eat. I'll never forget this shit because it was some of the worst sleep I've ever had in my life, yo. <laughs> I would never forget this day. My stepdad, what happened was on his way from Philly to Newark, the car caught on fire. Yeah. The oh. Car caught on fire. Well, that's so a good was, reason. That's a good excuse. It was, it was the only reason. The only reason. Damn. The car caught on fire on the highway. So that's that was one of the worst nights of sleep I've ever had in my life, dog. Because oh, we gosh. stayed in the airport and 
flew to another airport and slept in that motherfucker. I was I was so mad. That's so, yeah. that's like uh, your favorite actor, Tom Hanks. He was in that movie, The Terminal, and it's pretty much just him sleeping in an airport for months. Wow. I don't I don't remember why. It was probably some passport thing, but he he slept and became just like a beloved character in this airport. Yeah. Uh, your situation though, uh, not as beloved, not as beloved. So 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 what do you got? What are your falling asleep in strange places story? No, mine's was just uh, coming back from the city in New York, going back up to the Bronx. I don't know what I was doing that night. I was partying probably. Um, no, I was definitely partying. I was definitely like out drinking and I fell asleep on the subway. It was like three o'clock in the morning uh, that I would have fallen asleep, fallen asleep. And I woke up mid conversation with two cops on the platform of the number four, like right outside Fordham. And I was just, I remember waking up and I was already talking. <laughs> I was already talking. Like I was like explaining like, Oh yeah, no, I live right up the street. No, here's my ID. And then just realized like, oh my, what? Like it was, it was like my brain was working without me being aware of it. Um, yeah, that was a wild one because I was like, oh, what could have happened? No belongings were taken, nothing like that. I had a prick on my finger though. And I was convinced that there was some sort of like new crime happening where like people were like getting needles with like stuff on the tip of it and like poking people. So I was a little, I was a little fearful of that for like a good maybe three days until I realized I didn't have any infections. But yeah, that was Funny. a lot. Of Somebody took your blood and stole your identity that day. You still haven't realized it. Damn. There's a there's a, a Kirk Griffin around here somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> he's wearing a blue version of this somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, that could have been too. They could have used my blood and like injected it into like dino embryos. There's, there's a dinosaur in the works with some Kirk Griffith's blood in it. All right. Dinosaur with an afro and a beard. <laughs> <laughs> so what did the what happened? What did the cops say? What what happened after that? They were just uh, like, well, I got a, I got a citation. <laughs> citation for I guess because you can't sleep on the subway. I I, I didn't know that. Um but wow. yeah, but it it was like a it was like a twenty dollar charge. Like it wasn't they weren't like jerks or anything like that. Uh, that's I guess a they, jerk. That's a jerk move, man. I was about to say, yeah, they didn't. They could have just like, apparently, but I, I was with it though. I was in full blown conversation. That was the part that tripped me out the most. That I was in like a full blown, uh, not conflict, but full blown, uh, you know, conversation with two cops, with looking at my ID and me waking up in the middle of a conversation. I've never had that happen before. Wow. What so? You see, you were partying. Partying. So was it more than just alcohol involved? No, it would have been just like I probably had liquor, which is something I don't do anymore, or it just wasn't really a thing I did a lot of. So I remember it was like when around that time when I was in New York, I was just always going into the city, yeah. hanging out with the UCB people. What up, UCB? Um, and just like you know, having a New York time when you're like 20, 21. Right. Um, and yeah, no, just that one. I, I do. It probably wasn't the first time I dozed off on the subway, but this time was waking up with the sun out on the platform in the Bronx with two cops talking to me. Oh, that's so good. I I fell asleep on the on the Amtrak before and woke up in a whole nother city. <laughs> that's the ball of life right there. That's that, like yo, I, I fell asleep in New York. I woke up in L.A. I'm no, I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't sleep. That's a, you sleep for like two days. If that's the case. <laughs> I was going from, from Philly to Lancaster, right? I was trashed. And I woke up in Harrisburg. So like, and then I'll never forget it. I woke up in Harrisburg and I called one of my homies whose brother lived in Harrisburg because I, I was like, yo, where's your brother at? And I met up with his brother and I'll end up partying some more in Harrisburg. Oh, man, uh, that, was, that was a great, good time. Yeah. Damn, that was a wild Easter for you. That was actually a wild summer for me, man. I was sleeping everywhere. <laughs> Uh, let's let's get in some goals. Let's get in some goals. goals. My goal is to get a proper mattress. Uh, my goal for this one, and I, the deadline for it is today. Today, I have to do this. What's today's date? The sixth. Today's the sixth. Today's the sixth of February, aka the day that I'm going to complete this goal. Okay. I'm gonna get some hand cream, bro. 
gotta get some hand cream my hands have been like I, I because of the winter and like the excessive washing of hands it's just it it hurts not hurts i'm being dramatic but it's it's chapped i don't like chapped hands yeah They're ridiculous i don't know if you can see this thing's peeling off right now hey i can't tell that they're good they're not yeah so yeah i was i was thinking about it last night i was like yo this is i've been using lotion on my hands it's not cutting the job anymore man so i gotta upgrade get some premium hand cream today um i, I think it's a good investment bro because like you said, everybody's washing their hands more than normal. Lotion only can do but so much. You need to get like some kind of body oil, some kind of body butter, something like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have, this is actually a, a, a body oil, body butter here, right here. Uh-huh. That's a CBD. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So body, listen, you got it. You got to use it. You know what I'm saying? It's especially for, I don't know, because I don't know about uh, white people, but like, the, the, the outside of our hands too, even the back part of our hands will get get ashy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like this little right here. Yeah, man. You okay. ever as a kid, you ever just lick that when you were ashy? Like, oh my god. <laughs> I would do it before school because it's like, all right, well, I just don't want it going ashy. <laughs> like, I become ashy later in the day if it's fine. Just uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. that's. <laughs> I don't or one of these. Just yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, man. I I think I'm. No, I'm good. That was always the test. Um, I remember we were like, we'd always be in the mall and stuff like that. And like, if there's like an older, like light bullying, um, the older kids would be like, yo, lift up your pants, lift up your pant leg. And then if it was Ashley, I was like, oh, all right, well, I guess I have to take care of that part before going out. Kids are so mean. Kids are so mean. I remember people used to like lick their thumb and like rub it down somebody's ashy leg. (laughs) Like, dude, you kind you kind of just spit on me. You kind of just spit on me. <laughs> I, uh, in middle school, uh, I, I flirted with my ashiness. I, I got my arm. And I was like, "Yeah, let's play tic tac toe." And she did like, what? and we'll just do like X and O. Played it with this girl. It was fun. So there's some benefits if you're ashy. If you're ashy in school, children, play up to it or get lotion. One of those things. Do one of those. Yes, definitely get some lotion. All right, so my my goal is because I've been I've been slacking on on the on the social media networks, man. I what? have, yeah, I, I've been I've been tweeting and putting out Facebook statuses, but I haven't put out really any Instagram and TikTok content. You know what I mean? I if I, if I look at it, yeah, man. I, I, my my goal is I I want to get more on a regular schedule of putting out Instagram skits and content. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Yeah, I think that is because sometimes when I'm not like in the right state of mind and I haven't been doing stand up like I want to do, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm just not gonna say depressed, but I'm kind of just like blah when it comes to trying to make everybody else fucking laugh. So I wanna, I wanna get back into the, the routine of, I don't know, maybe every other day or so, just putting out something on TikTok and Instagram. That's my mm-hmm. goal. So not, it's not, it's not gonna be two different things, but I can literally upload the same video to each platform just creating more sort of thing yeah yeah that, that's that that's a goal i mean i've been i've, I've noticed it too like if, i've said this to people before like if you look at my instagram you can literally tell my mood you know what i mean yeah like you can literally tell my mood if you look at my instagram because like when i'm posting every day oh man she's i'm having a good time in life everything's good but when i go like last post six days ago but the post that was six days ago was just a repost of something. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. kind of like, yeah, Bruce Pat said no nips equals set. Listen, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't also, I haven't also showed the nips in a long time, man. Yeah, I man, it's been a while. It's been like a good two years since I've seen your nipples, bro. Yeah, man. I've been trying to upgrade the comedy content. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, I was interviewed in the podcast last last Sunday. Somebody interviewed me on the podcast and they brought up my social media and things. And they were like, well, we love when you show your nipples. I was like, do I haven't done that in like two years? Like the last time I saw your nipples, you had a video about the WAP. You were in a on a paddleboard, uh, sw- swimming to the WAP or something like that. That was the last, I was like, whoa, those are those nipples. I haven't seen them since. But, but look, even then though, I was in water. I was in swimming. I was swimming in the, in the lake or some shit. You know what it I mean? It was an so appropriate like- setting. It was right. the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, it was a perfect <laughs> setting to show your nipples. Um, it was the Eiffel Tower. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I just I want to get more into a more routine of like 
like I'm not depressed or anything. I'm fine now, but I, I realized that like, I don't know, maybe, maybe Kirk. Wow, I just had a realization. Maybe I'm just falling out of love with Instagram. Maybe I'm just like, eh. Like I'm not like short of like I don't like I have ideas. Like I'm like I said, I've been tweeting every day. I've been on Facebook, but maybe I'm just falling out of love with Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes you know you take breaks from things too. Not necessarily saying like take a break from this because obviously it's a goal that you want to meet, but that happens too. It's like I, I have things that I, I love that I sometimes just like, oh, I've done a lot of this in this platform, this particular time point in life. It isn't doing it for me. It's not giving me the energy. I'm not as excited about it. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, yeah. yeah. No, it's just, you know, if you come back to it, you come back to it. So do I still stand on my goal though? Uh, if it's important to you, like if you're, if you feel that that could be a source of a mood enhancer, then, you know, then try it out. Um, so it's, so that's, that's the thing. It's not, Instagram doesn't enhance my mood. It's just the direct, in the past, it's been a direct reflection of my mood. Yeah, I see. So it's not like if I don't, instagram then i'm not happy it's just that when i'm really happy i instagram a lot it sounds like and i may be wrong it sounds like this is more so uh the the, the crux of the goal is more so your mood more so your mood and your level of creation versus what's being done on instagram it sounds like that's the basis of it well no, I, so I'm, this is the thing. I don't want I'm on people. I don't want the people to think that I'm depressed and I'm sad. I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But I just think that I've been slacking on Instagram. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So that, but then I think about it. It's kind of like, do I, I don't really give a fuck like that no more. That's so it's kind of like, do I push myself or do I just go with naturally where I want to go creatively? Like, do I want to write more jokes and then come up with other things? I don't know. I, I say push yourself. I say push yourself and then see how you feel afterward. If you feel like you push yourself to do something that you weren't necessarily as excited to do and you do it and you still don't feel as excited and you feel that that process was more of a burden than, uh, you know, gainful, then maybe that's just a guide for later on of like, okay, well, maybe Instagram isn't my thing as much. Like, I'm not as excited about it. So I say, yeah, go for it. Meet the goal so that way you at least know. Um, but either option you choose, it's I think you'll be fine. I I agree with that. That was that was some sound advice. Thank you for that. I, I I'm gonna try to hit the goal and and see what happens. See how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I I'd like to say that I'm gonna keep an eye out for your content, but I'm not. Your boy's been free for uh, almost what six days now. It's a it's a. I also have no calendar, so I don't know. They say it's February. I have no proof. Um, but it's apparently you know it's been nice. So. I, if you, how about this? If you make content, send it to me via text. I like your stuff. So send it to me via text. It's just, I, I can't go into the portal of the Instagram. I can't do it. So how, how are you it. feeling six days, six days in? How are you feeling with the social I feel media? feel fine, bro. I feel hella fine. I feel like a false sense of superiority because uh, <laughs> I'm doing this and other people aren't. Uh, I've been patting myself on the back, doing some headstands, messing around, you know, getting some new gear. I like that. I like, the, I like the little track jacket. You know what I'm saying? You can't go wrong with a little Run DMC influenced track jacket. Yeah, man. I, I uh, quick. We'll do a quick prop suggestions. <laughs> Music played. Prop suggestion. Plato's closet. Uh, I went to like the thrift shop Plato's closet yesterday, um, which I was like, hey, should I, during a pandemic, should you be going to a place that has used equipment? I did anyway, though. So I went to Plato's Closet and saw this for $25. And I was like, all right, that's kind of fresh. Uh, so it's, yeah. I kind of wish it was a size smaller, but I'm going to try it out for the weekend. And then if I don't like it, I'll return it for store credit, which they give at the excellent Plato's Closet. You can get credit. I didn't know you could return things when you go thrifting because, I, listen, I'm a thrifting animal. I yeah. thrift all the time. Well, that's the benefit of Plato's Closet. You know, I'm, you know, seriously, shout out to them. Because with that, most places you can't do that. Them, they're like, no, for 30 days, try it out. We're not going to give you the money back, but yeah, you could mess around and get some shoes or something. Interesting. I know that, man. Listen, because I, I actually, I, I sell a little bit of 
vintage and thrift goods myself. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? I'm working on a little, working a little something, something. Yeah, keep your eye on for that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so I've, I've been thrifting a whole lot recently. You know, Ooh. hell yeah. So, so I, listen, pandemic, pandemic, panamaric, whatever you want to call it. Just, <laughs> Panoramic vision. Whatever you, want, whatever you want to call it. You can't go wrong with thrifting, bro. You can always look. It's Nike. I, didn't, I couldn't even tell it was Nike. That's dope, man. You're fresh. Yeah, man. I was, you, know, you know I'm affiliated, so I had to get the all red. Um, this, look, I got a suggestion too, though. So um, my suggestion is motherfuckers got to eat duck. You got to eat some duck, yo. Okay. Duck. I fuck with duck, man. I, I've been I've been having... <laughs> listen, I'm going to tell you some real shit, yo. This, this is real, <laughs> it's real shit. I have been... Uh, I've been eating these duck tacos, yo. Okay. I've had it. I've had it plenty of time, but the ones I had yesterday, the duck tacos I had yesterday, I was like, yo, this duck is to die for. And I couldn't like, so I'm telling you, man, I couldn't believe that ducks just walk around freely. Like they not taste, they don't taste good. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> how dare them? You know what I'm saying? You don't see chickens just walking around like ducks because they no. taste good. They know it. <laughs> That's chickens run. Yeah, no. <laughs> ducks just walk around. That's how you can tell like if an animal tastes good, just there, how they are when they see people. Yeah. Like swans, they'll just chill. They'll sw- just hang out right there. They taste like rubber. I imagine. <laughs> Yo, ducks, ducks like a delicacy, though. Like my, my brother always tells me about that. I think it's too fatty. At least the duck that I've had. It's, it's very greasy. It can it can be it can be greasy. I think that you need to probably drain the grease from the like the tacos that I had though. Like a little bit of grease on tacos is good though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but you might need to drain it. You know, what I'm saying if you want to have some duck, you know. So. Damn, I never thought to have duck taco, bro. I, I wish you could have some. You gotta. I can't try. Yeah, it's it's really good, man. I get every time I go to this one taco spot, I get I get one fish, one shrimp, and one duck taco, and the shit hits every time. Damn. All right, I'll mess around. I'll try. I, I've tried duck two times, and I, I was not happy with both. But I'll try it a third. I'll try a third because I think it's just a matter of how it's cooked. It's a very like uh, special uh, meal in a lot of ways. You can't just like give it out. So I, I definitely can try that again. If you go to Chinatown in any Chinatown in any city, they always have like ducks spinning in the window or some shit like that. Yeah, no, I've seen a few of those. Um, yeah, huh. all right, I may try some duck. Um, yeah. yeah, man, I've, uh, for this last week beyond like social media stuff, it's been chilling. I, I started, I tried, uh, like a phone therapy mm-hmm. for just like try it's with work. They, they give you like 10 free sessions with this, like this thing. So I was like, all right, I'll try it. Why not? Is it on a phone or is it like zoom? They, so it was supposed to be zoom, but the dude couldn't figure it out. Like there was one day it was like I was set for like a Friday and he like forgot the appointment. He was like, oh, yeah. Can you send me the link? I'm like, no, I don't know how to work this. Um, and he's like, let's do it Monday. And then he couldn't figure it out Monday. So we just did a phone call, which I prefer yeah. to be honest. Um, but the whole like arrangement with it with like he was it's kind of a wonky dude in terms of like you could tell like he's a little unorthodox. Yeah. which makes me think oh maybe he's like a genius in some way like house uh mm. house md but it made me wonder like i don't know do, do i want to tell this dude my secrets <laughs> you can't even <laughs> figure out how to work zoom yeah it's like i don't it's like damn i don't know about this so the first i, I didn't i didn't release any secrets it was very general competition yeah um it's just like that's just an interesting concept with like with uh it's like going to like a therapist and them asking for like your astrological sign. Like there's certain like flags that you have to be kind of like aware of when it comes yeah. to like that sort of relationship and what you disclose. That's hilarious. You're trying to give him advice on how to set up Zoom. He's telling you all about your life. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, and also I have no idea how to work Zoom. Shout out to producer Pat. I I clearly just open a link. That's, there's no I, audio in this. Listen to me. I don't think a lot of people that, that just hop on Zoom shows and hop on Zoom conferences actually understand how to set up a zoom show or how to set up how to set up a meeting no it's probably very simple i did it i did it once and i was like well this is more than i expected i literally Uh thought it was just like send me the link for my zoom and i did like it's not that simple (laughs) you You have to type it you just to say it into the computer send me my link from zoom you know what i'm saying but you got to type in like do you want people to be able to uh talk you want people to listen like things that you can do i had no idea 
guess, at a time for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not rocket science, but you hope your therapist can figure it out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, could, could you imagine walking to a doctor's office? He's like, how do you work this stethoscope? I <laughs> Like Kurt, I'm just gonna put my head to your to your chest. <laughs> yeah, they've done that before. Yeah, done that before. I need a better listen. Uh, Good stuff, man. Yeah, Good man. Stuff. What are you well, doing look, after for the rest of the day? The rest of the day, man. Like I said, I have I might have to go back to Home Depot. I'm oh regret. no, I, I don't want to. I really Home Depot wanna. mess with your mood, bro. Home Depot definitely mess with your mood. I might make some content in Home Depot just to make myself happy. <laughs> Instagram, you're gonna see some nipples tonight, uh, live from Home Depot. It's, it just it just makes me, I'm insecure. I'm insecure about the fact that I don't know my way around Home Depot. I don't know how to use any of the products or whatever you call them. And you Home probably Depot. do. You you don't know I use all of the equipment, but there's like millions of equipment. Bro, I keep my problem is I keep calling plywood cardboard. Like I keep doing that. Oh, all right. Well, that's. <laughs> That's well, you know, you learn from your mistakes. Uh, <laughs> this you house is made of cardboard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they, I, but you know, me, my cardboard, I use cardboard all the time for my signs. So it's like always in the forefront of my mind is cardboard. So when I see anything that's brown, I'm like, look at that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so dumb when I think about it. <laughs> you see a paper bag, you're like, huh? Look at this cardboard over here. That's what you got to do for, say, when you go to Home Depot, get like plywood and make a sign out of it. Maybe. You might be, I got to find a, uh, I got to find a big Sharpie, a thicker Sharpie, because I might, they might kick me out if they see me writing on car, writing on C, writing on plywood and not buy it. <laughs> if I write on, if I write on it and not buy it, like, so you got to buy that. I'm like, you don't like this sign? It says Home Depot gives me insecurities. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good sign right there. There's a sign right there. <laughs> Damn. There it is. Well, good you, luck with you, it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to yeah. do that. I'm going to write a sign in car. I'm going to write a cardboard sign about Home Depot inside of Home Depot. It's happening today. Damn. That's what's up. There you go. Uh, well, good luck with your endeavors and goals and securities and all that stuff. And shout out to your girl's shop. Hope that's a good one. Um, I'm about to, I'm, I have nothing planned. I'm going to just wear this around the house and feel good about myself and uh, maybe ride my bike and stun on people. Yeah, I saw it you, first. Said, you can stun in front of that uh, thief. I hope he heard this. I hope he heard it. That's. No, uh, I don't want any conflict in my so good. situation. Um, That's so good. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, bye. Peace, everybody. I did another one. You still ain't did shit about the other one. Got the drink in me going back to back. Yeah, going back to back. I got the drink in me going back to back. Yeah, I'm going back to back. I don't want to hear about the Seva again. Not even when she tell him that they better as friends. Not even when you're saying Drizzy, tell him again. I've been putting on the show, it was a sellout event. 